0: to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw.
1: And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia.
0: We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way.
1: Covering bicycling, trains, transit adventures, and life hacks, and today, Maddie's here celebrating a birthday, but not your
2: birthday. Nope, not my birthday. My bike's birthday.
1: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So, how old is your my, first off? What's What's the name of your bike?
2: Oh, you know, I did name it two birthdays ago, but then I kind of forgot that I'd named it. So, <laughs> so
1: did you like give it a different name after? Or just... No,
2: I just call it the Mama Bike. Oh, okay. Um, it used to be the New Mama Bike because there was the Old Mama Bike. Um. And, no, two two years ago, it's pink. It's a, a surly big dummy, long-tail cargo bike. So it's a foot longer than a normal bike. You can fit three kids on the back. I only have two kids. Um, or, like yesterday, a Christmas tree. Nice. Um, and two years ago on its birthday, I can't remember what we were doing, but something epic because it's a special day and i parked it at the end of the day and i patted it on the cargo deck and i mm-hmm. said that'll do pig That, <laughs> and that was the moment i realized its name is babe oh, oh but nice. i haven't used it since that day so maybe <laughs> its name isn't babe i'm not very good at naming bikes
1: i thought the
0: bike's name would be pig I, oh, I, I, Babe makes way more sense <laughs>
2: maybe that is its name since babe didn't stick since, yeah. yeah
0: like same same persona different yeah. like different description <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought of any other names since then? or
2: For that bike? Yeah. No, I've only once you named Try, a try
0: out a name or something.
2: No, I think the the bike I rode here last time, since this is the Big Dummy's first time to the show, I think I rode my single speed here, I'm pretty sure.
1: Uh, I think every time you've been to the show, it was the Straggler. And this oh. last time mm. was the single speed. I don't remember. What I don't
2: bike. remember either, because when it's not the Big Dummy, I don't pay a lot of attention. <laughs> what, what color <laughs> is the single speed? It's black. I think it was the single speed. Okay, so was my Straggler. Yeah. I had a couple bikes um but it had flat one... bars and what it had flat bars oh, okay no that was probably the straggler okay, okay. But, but the my single speed is the only bike i've ever named because i got it close to valentine's day so i named it valentine and i think that's uh, a good name for a bike
1: that's, that's pretty cool yeah. yeah
2: but in general i'm not a good bike namer some people just have that that knack not me
0: i think i think too sometimes bikes take a while to be named yeah. like, like seven or, years or and even counting. longer yeah.
2: well,
0: that, that's i think it, i think it can be that way and yeah. that some bikes like they're just they're screaming at you like this is my name mm. and then um uh, you know there's always the, the the camp of folks that don't choose names at all and that's perfectly Jill. fine perfectly mm. fine nothing <laughs> nothing um nothing ill about that uh but i think sometimes bikes just need a little bit. Of time to really establish their character yeah. but that when the name comes, like when it is the right name mm. it, it will be known. Okay. So the search might not be over yet.
2: <laughs> I feel like its personality is pretty well established at this yeah. point. but yeah.
1: And the personality being that of like,
2: just like you just know, a workhorse. A workhorse. Yeah, a pig that can herd sheep.
0: <laughs> yes. Makes, makes me want to get like a vinyl decal that says pig sheep herder. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: Pink is not a big dummy color. Like no, it never came. It did in not pink. come
2: in that color. Um, I had it powder coated. Nice. Yeah. I don't remember why I chose that color because my whole life I've not liked pink. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I just I don't know. It's <laughs> looking some at splotches. Pro- yeah, at yeah. But I mean, it's recognizable. The, yeah. That's the nice thing. People recognize my bike, mm-hmm. so they they say hi to me. But then if I'm not on that bike, no mm. one knows who I am. They just do uh, <laughs> So it, it's kind of fun. Like, just the other day, a, a guy... So,
1: like, who... in, on any other bike, you're
2: incognito. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really like that about it.
0: Nice. I'm just imagining, like, your best friend passing you on the trail and just ghosting you because, like, you're not on your bike. That
2: has happened, especially on, on that single speed I had because that's my newest bike. I Well, I guess I've had it three years now, but... Um... In Seattle, I didn't ride it very much because it's a single speed. Yeah. And Seattle's hilly, and, and I no ride by friends. Ride a single speed and also, like it moves a lot faster than my 80 pound big dummy. Um, so yeah, I'd have to shout at people like, "It's Maddie," <laughs> <laughs> or just not say anything. And I can, know I'd gotten through undetected. <laughs> I can just see
1: you like yelling at somebody. It's Maddie.
2: <laughs> Here I am. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of people to bump into riding riding the pathways of Portland. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If if the name is not established necessarily, what would you say its characteristic is or its traits? What does it what does it say to you when you're going places?
2: It's it's just a, a badass little workhorse. Okay, it's, it's the smallest big dummy they make. Just um, is it's a sixteen inch and it it still like can carry so much. It can carry so much weight, so many people. It's geared for like climbing up mountains. Um, so, yeah, does it all.
0: Nice. I've seen uh, definitely on the Twitter feed some photos of you doing, yeah. uh, I wouldn't call it, like, off-roading,
1: but back-alleying, it seems to do pretty Oh, good yeah, yeah. Well. We,
2: ride, we ride a lot of the unimproved roadways mm-hmm. um,
1: just for... You, you kind of make us well, not a sport, but you make a point to, like, hit those roads.
2: Well, for one thing, there are fewer cars on them. And so I'm riding with wow. my kids, and not sharing the road with cars is really important. Yeah. So, yeah, so our, our commute... Well, this year we're actually taking a quicker commute because we're a little more familiar with the neighborhood. <laughs> but last year we um, we went out of our way to hit like six blocks in the one mile to school of those mm-hmm. unimproved roadways because they were free from cars. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't, you're allowed to drive on them, but no one wants to drive on them. Yep. But on a bike, it's kind of easy to skirt around the potholes. Yeah. Um, for two of the three of us or like hit every pothole when <laughs> there's a puddle in it for so my 11-year-old. <laughs>
1: I remember one... When... It's kind of in your neighborhood. Is it Tibbetts? No. There's south. probably one south. of us well, closer
2: in than us.
1: Yeah. So it's it's maybe further south of that. But it's around your neighborhood okay. where, like, the it's a road. It's marked as a road, but it's so <laughs> overgrown. It's yeah. barely like a path. Yeah. Like, there's two little trails where some tires may have gone at some point in time.
2: Yeah, there's some really, really good ones. Uh, There was a wonderful pedal palooza ride in Woodstock called the. um, I think it was just called the Unimproved Roadways of Woodstock. Oh yeah, and I learned so much. We went by these goats right in my neighborhood, Jasper's goats on, I think like, forty first and Tolman maybe. Um, These
1: weren't. These weren't the. Not the the previous. Belmont Goats, no, which no. then became the Lens Goats. Which they just are moved, or they're in
2: the process. We went on their last like, yeah. day in Lentz. You know, it's just three goats, yeah, or maybe two. They're really big. They're, it's <laughs> funny, there's a sign, don't feed the goats too much, they'll get fat, and yeah. you're, too late, guys! <laughs> 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 they're really cute, but they're, yeah, I think there's, I don't know, there's two or three and some chickens, and yeah. they're, they're really sweet, and they're always snacks out. Ah. And we've never overfed them, for the record.
1: So. <laughs> I've seen somebody walk a llama... Around, not, I don't think
2: it was Woodstock. It was maybe Montevilla area. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. came across a pig um, going for a walk with his owner on, really? on the Unimproved Roadway. But that's <laughs> nice. the thing for, you know, livestock or pets. I'm not sure what they count as. You know, it's nice <laughs> to be on an Unimproved Roadway and away from cars. Yeah. So, and for bikes.
0: It's It's kind of interesting you say without cars because i think the last time i was on an unimproved roadway up in the northeast alberta district Mm -hmm. what we encountered was somebody working on their car in the road (laughs) it was just you know it was so so dead they were just like well might as well just do that here
1: (laughs)
2: right
0: and you're like you're not you're not wrong (laughs) hi (laughs) so yeah i'll I'll take pigs that sounds fun
2: (laughs) yeah i learned they're they're super heavy um so he was teeny oh, like pixie yeah. size but the guy said he weighed like 100 pounds no so, yeah oh
1: my god. speaking of pigs i don't
2: i can't remember his name he had a good name it wasn't babe but um yeah they're very dense wow hmm. something to think about before you want to get a basket pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the
1: size it fits in the basket but do i really want all that weight in the basket yeah, yeah.
0: we could have uh surly big dummies that are pig approved like, True.
2: I think, I mean, you'd need a frame-mounted so three, rack at three that kids, point. kids, but how many <laughs> so, is that? Oh, let's, yeah. let's
1: be real. So, what other adventures have you been on in the Big Dummy? Like, what What memorable adventures, I should say?
2: Oh, well, so what? one thing I do that I hadn't gotten around to, because it's been a bit of a busy day, is do um, a blog post on my Family Ride blog mm-hmm. about FamilyRide.us Um <laughs> about like we haven't really, really
1: we haven't talked about that blog much
2: oh yeah well yeah. I now that I'm writing weekly at <laughs> bikeportland.org I don't <laughs> post to my own blog as often unless right. I've written something that's like not timely enough, or like Jonathan just wrote about, then like I don't want to like waste the writing, so then I'll just mm. post it on my own blog. Right. <laughs> um, like my thoughts on the new speed bumps that have the the bike yeah. cut through Oh yeah, I'm um, glad
0: you brought that up.
2: Oh, cool. we haven't
0: talked about that. No, I'm oh, yeah. no, uh,
2: not really about No, it's,
0: why not? Yes, please.
2: Um, or you could just read my blog and bike Portland. Let's <laughs> do <Plus two> both.
0: <laughs> so fill us in. What are these? What are these wonderful speed bumps? And not to derail off of our best <laughs> memories on a bike. Uh, we
1: can always come back cool. to that.
0: I'm glad. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) um i it's one of those things when you're uh trying to like reduce your amount of time spent on social media and then you see that one post that comes up and it's a thing by jonathan moss he says you know what do you think of these speed bumps and you're (laughs) like ooh, i really want to reply i'm gonna not this time but i do have thoughts on that so you should
2: start then I, i
0: i really should um I have actually been, almost been taken down on those. Oh. So I'm definitely in the camp of not a big fan. Wow. Um, but I, I ride 175... Um, Mill cranks and a Mm. surly 26 inch long haul trucker oh so with the low bottom bracket and the longer Mm -hmm. cranks Mm. and some people and that's the thing is in the thread some people ride the same bike i ride and said no it's not a problem and i and i wondered if it's because of my preferences for very low tire psi that that little Uh, like half inch or quarter Or they might have shorter cranks that's true i hadn't hadn't considered that but either way um Especially on, on 28th, I noticed when I almost like ate it, oh. uh, because that's, that's where I've noticed the most difficult stretch. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it just confuses people.
2: Yes. And
0: that people uh, that I have observed are pretty decent about shooting that gap in a car as well as they are to mm-hmm. uh, have a bike ride through it. So
1: I think, I think that's been my biggest pet peeve about those, is watching drivers sometimes veer so mm-hmm. that they can fit those tires, yeah. their tires between those two. We just mark our
0: tires. I can't,
1: I can't say I blame them for wanting to do that, but it's not what they're designed for, and it also makes the road that much more dangerous than it already is. Mm-hmm. So on
2: Clinton, are you seeing people come over to get a tire in each rut,
1: or just uh, I haven't rut? seen
2: it on Clinton
1: so much as on twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh,
2: I haven't. Okay, so they put them on Harold. Over by me uh-huh. before they put them on Clinton, and I've seen a car come yeah all the way to the middle of the road. Yeah, what's up? I mean, Cause... they're perfectly spaced by that yeah. for that on on Harold. I assumed they were for that for emergency vehicles when I first saw them. And that would be a safe um,
0: assumption because that's typically if you see that yeah, what the in, city has in been in Seattle.
2: Doing. They had but like mm-hmm. bigger cushions um, that were made for that purpose. So I did, I saw them and didn't assume they were for bikes. And mm-hmm. oh. I mean I and I look at everything for all ages and abilities and starting at age eight, I mean, hopefully even starting for smaller bikes that an eight year old would ride, but especially for a kid bike, they're going to have a very low bottom bracket Mm. because they're going to have, you (laughs) know, maybe let's say 16 inch tires, maybe not 12 inch if Mm -hmm. you're talking eight year olds, but they're, they're not going to be able to, right. mm you Um, yes, lower than Guthrie's. Just a little. Bit. Um But yeah, I would not call those all ages and abilities, and no. especially on the portion of Clinton where it's in the downhill direction. It seems like it's made for people biking quickly so they don't have to slow down and go over the bump. And and it's really fun. Like my big dummy like can barrel downhill really fast. Yep. I don't go uphill very fast, but <laughs> downhill it's fun if I'm paying very close attention to come over and, and hit the gap. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't feel like that's what the greenway should be designed for. If I want to ride yeah. like that, I will take an arterial with a paint only bike lane so I can zoom downhill quickly. Yeah. Um, so
0: Hope I don't you. hate
2: them, but I don't, I don't like them. I feel like they're maybe an in process thing. And I like that yeah. Portland tries things and quickly learns from its mistakes and doesn't implement them again.
0: I think the nice thing about the bumps is if we do decide that they're not the way to go, very easy fix.
2: Yeah, we just
0: yeah. pave the rest of that in.
2: Well, also, I hope they learned. Um, I, I noticed this on Harold for weeks. There was gravel. They didn't. They made them, and they didn't really sweep after they made them. So there was a lot of gravel collected that yes. I think was part of the installation process. I don't think oh, it, it got wasn't... there on its own because oh. Clinton. It, they seem to also have gravel right away, but I didn't get to them as quickly when they were first installed, and hmm. I was scared to use them because there was so much in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know I like riding in gravel, <laughs> but gravel on top of smooth stuff right. is very slippery. Work. Yeah, gravel yeah. only is fun. Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed younger riders encounter them in a different way? Like, for example, when you're with kids in tow, what was their reaction at first?
2: They, well, so we don't use Clinton that far west. Regularly, okay. And I don't usually put my kids on Harold because okay. it's a bit of an arterial for my taste. But I, I did just for the purpose of my blog post. I, I brought my 11 year old over to Harold and he like wiggled through them to like really try him out. And it was <laughs> kind of scary to watch because he was like in the rut kind of weaving. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't crash. I told him it looked very scary to me uh-huh. and he said, "Mama, I'm a professional." Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess nice. the jury's still out nice. on that. I'll need more kids. Uh, I guess I'm just not a professional. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm taking away.
0: <laughs> Got some lessons to learn. <laughs> Well, getting back to adventures, um, what have been some of the more memorable moments? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So
2: I usually try to to think about just like the last year and memorable things we've done. But um, in general, things I've done with that bike, I've, um, you know, you cannot put a cargo bike on the train. So it's never been on Amtrak. Well, you can you can't put a bike longer than a regular bike so there's some cargo bikes like a cycle truck you could probably put on Mm -hmm. or like a mid-tail like the bike friday holiday that has two 20-inch wheels um so kind of has the wheelbase of a regular bike so it can hang on that hook and not um bang on the ground also you need to weigh less than 50 pounds to be a bike oh. on amtrak and my yeah, i think i like that's... i was exaggerating when i said 80 pounds my bike is like 75 pounds um <laughs> so to go on the train i'd have to divide it into two boxes right you know each less than 50 pounds so it's never been on the train yes. but it can go on bolt bus because if there's room down below yes! they'll let you put anything, anything. down there nice. so when i lived in seattle um We came down to Portland four times via Bolt, and we went up to Vancouver, Canada, uh, one time via Bolt. It's a little nerve-wracking because there has to be room. So, you know, you show up early, you go on a weekday, you're really nice to the driver. Sometimes you're a little worried that it won't fit. It helps when you have two little kids with you, and they're standing (laughs) there hi sir we want to get the bike on i'm so um,
0: excited to go on this bus ride so
2: we've never been turned away um but yeah I, I, it's not my preferred way to travel yeah. um but yeah so I've was traveled. there a
1: particular time where it was like really touch and go for a moment
2: no there was uh, one driver who was worried and, and uh, i assured him like if we're not gonna fit i understand we're not gonna go on board but um right. yeah we fit every time but it's been years since we've, we've traveled uh, with it so but now the kids ride their own bikes so if we want to travel, we'll take three bikes on oh, right. the train. The train's just so much easier in general um, than the, yeah. the bus. Um, I remember
0: um, when my sister and I were riding in India, we sort of hit a similar thing of just not being quite sure, but you're, you try to take a go for it. We yeah. we decided to take the train, which was like the sure bet. So it's, it seems like a little universal that when in doubt, yeah, like you can probably try to make it work, but it's interesting that... Um, It's so hard to tell between transit lines. Like, Mm -hmm. I wonder if they would allow it on the Amtrak bus, but not
2: the Amtrak train. I don't think so. I think they probably have the same rules. Gotcha. Um, But yeah, I don't know. And I know, well, I know um, Amtrak recently started allowing dogs on many of the lines. Nice. So
1: So you can take your bike and your dog?
2: We, oh my gosh. I take (laughs) the kids up to Seattle once a month to visit their dad and I bring... My bike, my dog, two kids, and not their bikes, but <laughs> just like everything. Right, I can bring. <laughs> It is. It's, so the dog and the carrier together have to weigh less than twenty pounds, um, and you have to pay twenty five dollars each way. So you know it's not spur of the moment thing. You have to reserve the spot. Right. But It's really not. Nice but it's to, it's to not travel. an extra ticket. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 And cool. in case listeners have heard snoring, there is a dog on my lap right now. That's not one of the three humans in the room. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, Pixie rode over here in the basket, um, and she rides on Amtrak with us. She's not a lot on Bolt Bus, so, you know, it's another thing. And on that one trip with the big dummy to Vancouver, I realized, um, you know, there's no running water on Bolt Bus. The train or the bus is, like, really small and quiet. It looks so huge from outside, but when you're sitting on it with two chatty kids and Mm. everyone else is, like, traveling alone reading Um. their book, you realize... There's like, you know, not a lot of space in here versus a train where, you know, you can walk around, That's there's true. a dining yeah. car, you can wash your hands with the running water. Um, so yeah, train's easier with kids for sure. And I never it seemed to book far enough in advance that the price is different at all. So um, I, I don't know. I, oh, I've seen Bolt for a buck. Ones. I've seen it, yeah. but not the one I want ever. So <laughs> yeah. I know it exists because I've yep. seen it on the website.
1: Yep. Yeah, I've never been one of the lucky ones
2: either. Yeah, yeah. but so, so yeah, traveling far with the Big Dummy is fun. We've gone, when we lived in Seattle, we went on the ferries a lot. Uh, mm. That is one of, one of the differences between here and Seattle. Um, you know, it's a five-mile ride to downtown, and then you hop on a boat, and you're whisked away to an mm-hmm. island, and you can do uh, that with your cargo bike, yes, and your kids yeah. sitting on it, and all your luggage on it to go bike camping. Oh,
1: so they don't mind having so, the Big Dummy um,
2: no, on the boat. No, it's great.
0: With the um, ferries that you took, I've taken um one ferry with a bike and they loaded first is that the yes. same for most of them because that yeah. to me was like if if you let me load first if i show up on a bike like easy i'm gonna i'm just gonna right. like show up on a bike and if you show time. up late
2: on the bike then they'll still let you load last they're mm-hmm. really accommodating nice um, yeah. yeah yeah and most of the ferries i think from downtown you get to actually pedal on and pedal off if you go from uh, west seattle you have to walk your bike on. Um, so you know, it's just it's that much easier, and and yeah. it's really fun. Um, I think I hadn't been bike camping yet when I was here last. I didn't take the big dummy though, so I won't talk about it. <laughs> but we, we did, no, I will. We did our first our first family bike camping trip um, here since moving to Portland, uh, I guess a year and four That's months ago now.
1: Not your first ever family bike camping. No,
2: but in Portland. We used to okay. lead trips in yeah. Seattle where we'd like take the ferry and it was right. so nice and easy and so close. So we'd, yeah, ride five miles to the ferry, sit on the ferry for an hour and then ride four miles and then you're there. Oh yeah yeah. It's a little harder here. <laughs> Nothing's that close. Mm-hmm. Um I did a test run on my own. Not That's so hilarious ended- because you
1: you talk to people who like have moved here and they're like they're like, oh camping is so close to, to hear like well, you know it's a 20 moved, mile right? ride yeah. yeah it's all it's all relative yeah. sure <laughs> that's so funny though <laughs>
2: <laughs> we we did end up using transit so i took my straggler with four <laughs> panniers on it and pixie in the basket for it with like holding all of our three stuff the kids don't carry stuff yet despite oh, yeah. the fact that they have little racks on their bikes but we took uh, the blue line to the end of the line in hillsborough mm-hmm. and then i think it was 20 or 15 miles to get to stub stewart and that was awesome Um, But it was, like, the biggest they'd ever ridden for camping. It was, like, by far, like, the biggest trip they've ever done. Did you take
1: the portion that was, like, all gravel? for about a
2: mile yes yeah yeah i got (laughs) i I got i did a lot of research and i got the thing um one of the kids actually he wanted bike gloves because it was like so bumpy but i was like scared to let his tire pressure low i I should have taken a note from guthrie and like (laughs) put his tire pressure low (laughs) so we did that on the way back when i wasn't as worried about a flat because like i knew what to expect Mm -hmm. um i don't know i ran mine at 90
1: psi. it was fine
2: (laughs) (laughs) so that was good and i've also workable ways yeah on my own i've biked over to To Dodge Park, (laughs) which is Mm -hmm. also 20 miles um, and mostly along the Springwater Corridor Trail. But then like, you know, some some roads and and but I haven't taken the kids there. The Kittical Mass Group, um, which is a group ride for families and does an annual bike camping trip. They went there. So I I test rode the route for them. And there is like one the nice the friendliest route overall has a crossing of Highway 26. Uh I think it is with, you know, an uncontrolled crossing and you just have to wait and wait for an opening. And oh, I don't have toddlers yeah. or babies. So my kids are older now. So for me, that wouldn't have been a problem, but I think it wasn't the most pleasant, but either sure. you either do that or you're on Orient for a long time, which I've decided that, that was the lesser of two evils. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's, it's like nothing is like a hundred percent easy yeah. in terms of camping with kids here. Hmm we're not very hardy though you know we just like ride a mile to school and, back, and that's, that's that's our day usually <laughs> and i like that but like i like to get a little you know more epic every once in a while
0: have they expressed desire to like increase distance or like what what's their take on the camping experience?
2: They liked it, and they um, want to go again. and And we ended up going. Let's oh, we we went on July fourth because I couldn't decide what to do for fireworks. I was like, let's just skip it all. So,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> it worked really well. honestly, though, like getting out of town Fourth of July. Probably a great idea.
2: Yeah, but I wish we'd gone a little earlier so we could have gone more in different places. And they did great, and they really liked it. Um, a big part was that I just got the essential Weird Al album, so we just like <laughs> ah, yes. I had it behind me on my rear rack, aimed at them at full volume, and that just like kept them going. And <laughs> I think that's makes great all that, the that your
1: kids are into Weird Al. When like I, when I was that age, that was my jam too. <laughs> Weird will always, will always (laughs) endure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, good peddling music.
1: (laughs) So one thing I've noticed, speaking of your. Big Dummy's birthday is. You have a tattoo. Oh yeah. A big dummy.
2: Yeah, and my tattoo what? has a my big dummy has a tattoo of me. So. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome.
1: So what year did you get the? Uh, this I got about two tattoo. years
2: ago. I okay. I got the idea. It was funny because my other tattoos are from when I was seventeen and eighteen, and I thought I am all done getting. Ink. But then Oops. I saw on Instagram a bike messenger who had. He has a bullet cargo bike, a, a front loader, okay. a different yeah. style of cargo bike. And he had a tattoo on his finger of it. And I was like, <laughs> nice. that's so cool. So I sent him yeah. a message and I was like, can I copy you? Who gave that to you? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> was
0: it a local Portland tattoo artist?
2: He's uh, this was in Seattle. Seattle but yeah. Cougar Tooth comes down to Portland periodically. Hmm. So and he rides a bike, not pre- not only, but I think he rides a fixie. Mm-hmm. But he's bike guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. And that was another thing, like tonight, riding the Big Dummy all the way here because it's the Big Dummy's birthday, whereas normally I would ride a lighter bike um, this many miles. I think it was just like a 45-minute ride. But, you know, if you don't have to ride the Big Bike, but... I might find a coffee table on the way home or something to make it really (laughs) worth my while. Um, But, yeah, the tattoo was out in West Seattle, um, which was, like, pretty far. It was, like, over an hour to get there. But you can't not get a tattoo of your cargo bike and, like, show up on a different bike for it, (laughs) right?
0: The nice thing is if you, like, really get in the spirit of it, too, you've got ten fingers, (laughs)
2: <laughs> or you, you, you I, was, I was. I still have all. Ten thinking
1: ten <laughs> exactly that. Like okay, totally so plus one that, just... you know, <laughs> there's for my <laughs> standard commuter bike. There's for my mini bike. You know, I'm saving my pinky for when I get a Brompton, so then mm. I have the the folded tattoo. <laughs> yeah, on the smallest finger. <laughs> right.
2: That's good. I have a Brompton.
1: Hey Brock, if see?
2: You're here. <laughs> now you know where? where to tattoo but see, that I, that's the thing. The only bike I've got on my hands is the Big Dummy, uh, right. so it's a, it's a special bike. Yeah. Mm. Um, I haven't really thought of anything exciting that I did other than put it on <laughs> buses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Yeah. Okay. Was that exciting enough? I, I mean, here um, I have ground scored so many cool furniture items. I found these great bookshelves, uh, these two heavy bookshelves that were so hard to lift onto the bike. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, like with a bike, it might be too hard to carry and like get onto the bike physically. But once you're on the bike, the pedaling, I mean, it's not easy when you've got hundreds of pounds, but right. it works. Yeah. You know, it might take a couple, like half a block to get used to the weight difference, especially if you're not evenly loaded. But then you can you can get all the way home. But yeah, these particular two bookshelves um, while I was trying to load them on the bike uh, two women in trucks drove by and asked if i needed help oh nice uh it was really so did sweet did you accept or no not? i'm much you stubborn <laughs> for that <laughs> uh, i was wondering oh and also it's here you can bike to ikea i've never lived anywhere oh, biking yeah. distance since ikea so mm-hmm. i um yeah i got a, a guest room bed like a futon and frame there mm-hmm. and um that's fun.
0: It's nice because it's already packaged too. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. And you can look on the website and know how much it's going to weigh. Yeah. You're like, okay, this piece is 55 pounds and that piece is 75 pounds. It seems close enough where I, mean, I could like, click around and find 20 more pounds of stuff I'm sure I need just to like even out the left side of the bike. <laughs> <laughs> how many of those cat pillows does it take right. to weigh 20 pounds? <laughs> how much enough. are the frozen meatballs? Right.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> or chocolate Chocolate. Chocolate's probably good ballast, you know? Yeah.
0: As a as a Maybe. chocolate eater, I would have to think that chocolate's great for many things, <laughs> including ballast. <laughs> it's just tricky. Don't ask me to move if you have chocolate because you'll lose your ballast by the time mm, you get back. Yeah, and then
2: you're <laughs> lopsided. That's no good.
1: Now, were you I know Seattle had at least for a couple years their version of the disaster relief trials. Were you and a part of that? Yeah. Uh, well, and did yeah. you use the big dummy on that? I, oh, well, no.
2: So I would volunteer to help organize it uh-huh. to kind of have an out to not <laughs> so participate. To. Like, oh, well, I know, you know, I know the course. It wouldn't be fair. So um, sorry, when you nice meant dodge. involved, I didn't know you meant as a racer. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the only one I've ever raced is the time I came down here to visit for the 2013 mm. one. Oh, which great. Was one of the funnest days of my life. I loved that day. That that was amazing. That was so, a really
1: nice day, too. For Yeah. It. Yeah yeah we need to i don't know i i'm reluctant to say something to the effect of like we need to get that started again because then someone's gonna write in and say like well Do go it. ahead and Do organize it. It. yeah yeah what are I you just have... a talk show <laughs> 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 yes yes we are <laughs> i yeah.
0: don't have the energy we're for the that. idea spinners <laughs> we just we just put them out to, else, to other other They're, causes yes
2: <laughs> yeah yeah so i did a drt on that um nice. i carried items mm to help with DRTs with my bike, you know, so that counts.
1: (laughs) I think water was probably the most unwieldy thing I've ever hauled. Oh, well, okay,
2: so that's the thing where family bikers kind of have an edge.
1: Hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: they, the bucket of water feels a lot like a sleeping toddler who's like oh. drunkenly, like <laughs> just now. waving back and forth behind yep. you in the seat in the yep seat. So, yeah, same <laughs> sensation. I mean, usually the kids are awake, but sometimes they like conk out and they mm-hmm. kind of like sway their weight a little bit. Oh, and ah. same exact sensation. So,
1: <laughs> so this was old hat for yeah, you, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think so. I what had... you need to do is like. Borrow a toddler to train.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's for training. Seriously. <laughs> Can I borrow your child? <laughs> it's like thinking of like
0: the worst like misconnections Craigslist post. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, I asked you if you would have your kid ride right on the back of my bike. You said no and went the other direction. Anyway, if you change your mind, just let me know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard they were going to get rid of the misconnections. Oh, are they? Like no. all of their personals.
0: I was talking with a friend yesterday, actually, about how uh, kind of discouraging Craigslist has become. Like, it, it started a little bit I can't say
1: I've been on it in a while. Like, how discouraging?
0: Uh, I guess I mean in the sense that uh, fair deals and, and uh, honest interactions between two individuals are so much harder to find over mm. Craigslist these days. Really? I, f- I feel. and Maybe it's just my huh. more recent experience. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we, we had our whole chat. <clears throat> the, the last time I was on Craigslist, I was attempting to buy a used croquet set and uh, they the, the person selling it offered to put it on their porch so that I could just leave like 20 bucks under the um, mat and go sure. my way. That so sounds I, legit. So I said, yeah, that sounds legit. And then they said, scammer, scammer. And then like didn't reply to me past that point. And I was like, well, don't offer to put it on your porch <laughs> if you don't expect somebody to take you up on your offer. Wait, of putting it.
1: why would they think that you were the scammer?
0: Who knows? <laughs> 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 so anyway, my... That's weird. I, yeah, Craigslist, you know, stolen bikes and Craigslist is its own That's true. is its That's own true. thing. But mm-hmm. um I maybe maybe I should have more faith that there's some good interactions on Craigslist still left out there.
1: I I think I just haven't had enough interactions to mm-hmm. to like be burned by it, so I'm still fairly naive. Keep keep that don't we, ever let that, go. Keep that wonder. <laughs> we don't, just don't got a, um
2: our third used longboard. Oh nice. So, or I guess our first used longboard, our third longboard. Period. Right, gosh. So, so,
1: well, there are three of us for, skating. For each now. Of you. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. yeah.
2: I didn't like sharing mine, so <laughs> I needed one more.
1: So, yeah, you had one kid that was really into it, and now both of them are into yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, I mean, we don't go far, but our our street right in front of our house is nice and smooth. So, mm-hmm. we'll ride, like, back and forth or to the playground. And the, then the kids, like, sending them down the slide or sitting on them together. Like, empty down the slide. Seated down the slide, <laughs> oh and they God. never want to do that again. <laughs> oh, that's or good. they'll sit in the wood chips on this a slope together, mm, um, wow. and like bobsled down, which also doesn't usually end well. But they go back <laughs> for more. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we also skate on them. So, oh, and that's something new I did with the big dummy. I pulled um my son on his longboard, oh, the nice. new one. Uh, I think just a mile. He was better at it than me. Um, yeah. We tried it once years ago, but with a normal skateboard. And I think just like a dog leash and it wasn't quite long enough. So this time I used a cargo strap much longer and the long board and we got pretty good. I got up to 10 miles an hour. Um, I, I was the stopping point of <laughs> being ah, yeah. too nervous, but <laughs> I was exhausted. I think just from like the stress and the adrenaline and yeah, he was like, come on, mama. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. Yeah.
1: I would, I would be very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: have that. to get, well, he, he was pushing while I was getting started. And if you can kind of do, do that, oh, okay. you know, cause you don't want to just yank them cause you'll yank them off. You're not strapped right. in like a, a snowboard. So I don't know if we're going to have a snowy winter or not. Um,
1: <laughs> Hard to say. If we do,
2: I'll pull them on a snowboard, most,
1: though. <laughs> yeah. Most most things I've read is that it's not.
2: Oh, thank goodness.
1: But, you know, we've been wrong
2: before. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? There was frost this if morning. Was this December. was the first morning yeah. I noticed
1: no, this, frost. This was the first morning we sent our PPS, Portland Public Schools, we sent our, like, team to check out the roads early in the morning. Oh. If, there is based ice. on the forecast. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did it drop yeah. below freezing? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well I guess that's why there was frost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be I mean, we're kind of in the valley, but you know, up in the West Hills, yeah. you know, it can be forty over here. And even in the low forties up there, but the air is so thin and the ground being cold enough, yes. it'll freeze upon contact, like snow or moisture will freeze upon contact. With something, and so they have to be out there to check it out to see if it's fine. Um, yeah. But, wow, that was a conversation killer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking of fog and how I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of snow. If it snows, I will be happy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like snow. Like to look at or to bike in? Both. Okay. <laughs> I don't like ice, but snow yeah, is okay.
0: Ice is like snow slightly trickier cousin or something like that I'm, I'm st- <laughs> it's still in the same camp of cold
1: I think I'm sure I've mentioned this before but I think it was your first time in this studio it was like that day that we had the whole city shut down oh, and yeah it was snow the snowy days and you made it out here and I had taken the bus. I think Brock had taken the bus. And you just rode right out here. Oh. I'm, I'm a big fan of snow. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't like specifically remember riding my bike in snow when I lived in Eastern Oregon back in the early days, but I, I, maybe I imagine I maybe it's not as like big that. of an
1: event. I don't know.
0: Yeah. That I would say is
1: very mm-hmm. much true.
0: Yeah. Like my brain never got out of the, uh, you know, snow is snow is not like I enjoy snow but it's not novel in the sense that I'll like change much about what I was doing beforehand. Right. Uh, like you would, you would chain up if you're driving East to West or West East, if it was snowing in the blue mountains. But as far as like day to day going through your activities, it's just like, yeah, you're doing what you were except
2: snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. As a native of Southern California, I will always freak out if I see or sense or imagine. Does so. it not snow in Seattle? Um, it, it, it less than here, but so I, really? I was there eight years, but like, okay. you know, my foundational years were without <laughs> snow. Oh, yeah,
1: certainly, <laughs> certainly. But you've lived in Seattle for yeah, quite a number yeah. of years.
2: And so but I it's usually like one snow day a year, oh, like okay. how it was here last year.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. OK.
2: So that's how I like. Well, I, I like my snow like an hour's bus ride away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which Portland is actually pretty good for most of yeah. the time.
2: We didn't live here yet two winters ago, which I'd imagine was your snowy ride when Mm -hmm. everyone else was on the bus. But Pixie and I came down to visit um, and, like, look at neighborhoods to think about moving here. Uh And I slipped on the ice so many times. I ended up taking my mountain bike because I figured that would be... We've talked about so many. I don't like admitting how many bikes I have. <laughs> <laughs> I might not. I do have enough fingers. But yeah. <laughs> you got toes. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so I just brought my mountain bike and I put Pixie in the back, the backpack because it doesn't have a basket. So she, she didn't notice when I fell. Mm. Um, oh. Thank goodness. I think yeah. in the basket, she probably would have noticed. <laughs>
1: Well, she often rides in the front with you, right? Yeah,
2: she she's a um, control freak. So, <laughs> alpha dog. So, she likes yeah. being in the basket. And she's calmed down a little bit. So, it used to be if one of my kids went in front of me, she would get really, really mad. But I think it was just she wants to know her pack is, like, safe behind her. So, she can encounter any, like, problems ahead of time. Oh, I see. Yeah. But she can't see them behind her. So, she really doesn't care, like, how far behind they are. So, <laughs> I don't know. But, just as long as they're not in front. <laughs> yeah, the littler one she's kind of given up on because he's much faster than me. He always zooms. Ahead, but like if they're both in front of me, it's Mm -hmm. really bad She gets really, yeah, and she she doesn't always like being on group rides if she's not the leader, so (laughs) that's why I have to lead a lot of group rides. I was gonna say, but you usually do a
1: number of group rides with, with Pixie. Yeah, yeah. she's
2: she's mellowing. So we've had her, okay. I guess, like three years now. So I think she and she's thrice rescued at least. So she's had so many families.
1: Mm. Uh, um okay. So
2: it used to be like if we were just visiting someone's house with her, she'd like look around and get this look on her face, like, "Oh, I guess this is where I live this now." Is, so, <laughs> oh, that's so, <laughs> so sad. So I think she's like finally like realized that she's staying. Yeah. So she doesn't have to get move it, again, some comfort and even, like yeah. if people will bike ahead of you, and it doesn't mean they're leaving you forever. <laughs> Those are, so, those are hard concepts. I know. It's hard to be a, a small dog, a small, <laughs> shivery dog. I
1: I still am not sold on dog ownership, but I am resigned to eventual dog ownership. Cool.
2: Well, <laughs> I, I highly recommend a small, short-haired dog. Well, that's, that's one lot. of the requirements
1: yeah. is it has to fit in a, oh. a bike basket and it can't it either can't shed or just can't be like you know a shaggy dog. Uh-huh.
2: Shaggy dogs are pretty cute. I mean, yeah, if they're small, it's not that they're, much they're to
1: show. High shed. maintenance. Oh, oh, with you grooming know. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to oh, groom a dog. Okay. I'm thinking mini. I don't like cats either, but that's that's one like big check and and the cat side of things is that mm-hmm. they're self grooming generally. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guthrie, the cat person in the room.
0: I I I like both cats and dogs. I love cats. But they're a I little bit to. trickier to take on a bike with you typically.
2: Yeah, I used to be a cat person until um my first chihuahua, but it, cuz it's the best of both worlds, mm. you know? It's like a cat, but it's a dog. Are they as <laughs> soft as cats though? No, and they're not cats liquid like so cats, soft. so yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, self-admitted cat lover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: We could try to put Pixie on your lap for the rest of the show if you want.
0: Only if Pixie wants. Mm. I'd be happy to have Yeah, Pixie. well,
2: she's being quiet, so I feel like we shouldn't...
0: <laughs> Don't jinx <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: If Pixie gets up again, I'll, I'll okay. give her a hold. My <laughs> ideal dog, though, would be, like, a Mexican hairless. Mm, yeah. Except, you know, on days like today, I would have to put a sweater. And that... Oh. Okay. All present company accepted, but... <laughs> Like dressing up the dog. Did you see seems... what Pixie was wearing I saw, it was when a she pretty, arrived? It was? A pretty badass hoodie. Yeah. Dog hoodie. It was mm-hmm. alright. But uh yeah, then I'd have to like find dog fashions. It's just a whole thing. You know, thing. this is actually
2: a problem because <laughs> I wanted to get Pixie a balaclava.
1: Um, a, a dog, balaclava. a dog balaclava. Yes, yeah. a dog. Balaclava. I these things. See, see. I, I, know. I have I'm no too idea. Late this is to a whole world that I. <laughs>
2: a friend had found a couple yeah. like years ago and sent me pictures, and they were nice, regular, plain dog balaclavas, either ears in or ears out. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I want one of each because I don't know,
1: you How know, if it's would, if yeah. it's
2: coldest, I want her ears in, and they look hilarious. But then the ones with the ear holes. Also look hilarious. So it's half that I can't choose, but also, (laughs) like, temperature-wise. But I couldn't find plain ones. (laughs) Everything has like so uh, the two cutest ones I found were a unicorn so it's got a knit unicorn <laughs> horn and mane yeah, nice. with ear holes I can think
0: of a pedal blues ride that would be appropriate for that's if it true. were a different season
2: that's true Um well that's the one with the ear holes so I don't think she'll overheat so we'll do it Um and the other one is a devil so it's got knit uh, yeah, horns. Little horns I would have liked plain ones but I couldn't mm. find plain uh, ones yeah. so there is dog fashion yeah, to worry yeah. about
0: you hear that Erin you gotta get your dog fashion
1: figured out before you get a dog. Or
2: I mean, I mean maybe you knit and then it doesn't even matter. You can make your own <laughs> dog alaflavas.
1: Now I gotta learn a hobby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like uh, if you had like just that that really well founded relationship with your dog, if it were the right size, you could also just be a jacket person where the dog, like, climbs up, and you're like, hey, buddy. In, inside the jacket. Yeah, that My yeah. first
2: Chihuahua, that's how I, I rode my bike with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I figured, then I started riding with kids in, like, fancy kid seats, so mm-hmm. I felt like I had to up my dog mm-hmm. carrying game.
1: Well, so, so one of the things about the Mexican hairless is, since they don't have fur, like, a lot of their body heat just emanates or, like, you know, comes off of them. Mm-hmm. So um, it's almost, or it was originally, like, you know, in... in Inca and Mayan times, like it was like a therapeutic thing where like if oh. you were feeling sick or something, you would like sleep with your dog. You it was like dark. a natural hot water bottle wow. that makes sense because
2: yeah. my all three of my Chihuahua and Chihuahua mixes get so hot they yeah. Chihuahuas burrow, so they sleep under the covers like next to my legs yeah. and I have to like wake up like half wake up and move my leg <laughs> away in the middle of the night. I feel like I'd get have blisters by morning if yeah. I didn't do that yeah, yeah. So, yeah, danger.
1: Yeah, but I would love something, like on a day like today, I would yeah, totally put the dog in my jacket. Yeah, they
2: tend to be a little bigger, though, right? Aren't they, um, like, 30, 20, 30 pounds? This is,
1: so this is maybe revealing that I, a little too much that I've kind of gone down the rabbit hole. There's <gasps> there's standard, oh. and there's miniature, and there's toy size.
2: Ooh, well, so tell... I don't care about standard, but tell us yeah. the average weight of the other two.
1: Uh, Miniature, I think, is up to 20, and then toy is, like, 10 or 15. Mm-hmm. Oh. Is that, is that right? That, maybe that's too light.
2: Pixie's 9 pounds if you want to okay, so borrow toy her would be like and try it out. Do you have a basket on one of your bikes?
1: <clears throat> uh, No, but we would put, like, you know, one of those porter racks mm-hmm. on it, and then... You know, figure yeah. it out from there.
2: So on my Brompton I have the, the tea bag oh, because yeah. that's what uh Ellie Blue and Joe Beale have yep. for Ruby. Yep. So I, cause there's so many bag choices and I didn't know what to get. And then Davey, I bought it at Gino Do you in have... Seattle, told me, like, well, this is what Ruby writes and I was like, Well that's what I want. <laughs> decision <Nice>. made. Right.
1: <laughs> was it was it a good decision?
2: Yeah, I mean yeah. it gets that's, huge. That's their um,
1: biggest I think that's their biggest Oh, like, is bag it the big one? Okay. that that Brompton makes. Like okay. there's probably ones yeah. that like other parts. Yeah, because he said, like,
2: eventually you're going to want the fabric basket. Because everyone gets the fabric basket. But I, I did. I'm like, nope, I just want this one. Yeah. And that's all I need. And, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. If I get a Brompton, it's going to be uh, the S-type. Oh. So, with the flat bars. And so the tea bag is too big. Yeah. but
2: Get the basket. So then I
1: just have to get the smaller dog. And, you know, that would fit in <laughs> In the S-bag.
2: You should, like, yeah, design your dog around your bike if you already have the bike.
1: Well, yeah. No, that's the thing. I want a dog that fits my lifestyle, and I I don't want to have to change anything. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of dog, what other, like, dynamics have have you considered as far as like biking with your dog or what other things like have you changed or take into consideration oh, when you well, bring pixie along
2: so since was well, since i had the the bikes first i if, if i had the dog first i think maybe i would have gotten deeper baskets and and different things but i so i I have a a linus delano delano basket which mm-hmm. is a good size on the big dummy and it fits a, a dog bed in it and i so I put her in that and this blanket that she's sitting under is actually my 11 year old's baby blanket, oh. but it's Pixie's blanket now. <laughs> and I put a cargo net over her. Oh, um, okay. So we started out actually babysitting her for friends because um, mm-hmm. she didn't get along with their other little dog. But, uh. And it's hard for her to listen to. <laughs> I'll oh. talk in code. <laughs> <laughs> she just peeked her head out from the blanket. Um, You're talking about me. But so the last thing they said when they handed her over was uh, she likes to hang herself because she had, like, a leash and a collar and they I think oh, they gosh. just kind of tie it. Yeah, so I, I put the cargo net over her with her head, like, poked out through one of the squares. Okay. Like, in case we see... A, I think it's more like if you see a squirrel or if it you take a corner yeah. to Like, on the way here, I hit a um, a manhole cover and, like, you know, she bounced, but the cargo net held her in. Okay. I don't know that she would have bounced out if I didn't have the cargo net, but, yeah, you know, she just, like, gained a couple inches and, like, settled did right back have, down.
1: Did she have to get used to that or...? No,
2: because... Oh, she... Came Came trained to ride on the bike. I didn't have to do any work at all. Yeah, because I mean, all my friends ride bikes. So like the friend who has a dog that they need a babysitter for while they're trying to figure out like reconciling the two little dogs, rides the bikes with the dogs. So yeah. So I, d- I really didn't have to do any work. Um, so I have absolutely no advice for how to train your dog. <laughs> but
1: I think, Microcosm I, I has... I think the advice is find a dog yeah. that's already trained. Yeah. Exactly. Ellie
2: Blue has a, um, a a zine about riding your bike with your dog. Oh, yeah. Like, great, yeah. great pointer. That was one that, you know, I read it and then immediately gave it to a friend. I'm like, this is so good. You have a dog. You need to read this. So <laughs> I don't remember what's in it because I only read it the once when it first came out. But yeah, but yeah, I think cargo net over the head is a is a good one if you have the basket and and I got um, I had a very old dog bed that fits on my Stragglers Walled 137. Um, this basket's a little bigger than that. The
1: smaller one. Yeah. Okay.
2: And I mean, Pixie's half Dachshund, so she's a Chihuini, half Chihuahua, half Dachshund. Her legs are like an inch tall, so you can't even tell if she's lying down or standing up in the basket. She doesn't
1: look like either. Really? Like, what does she, she look like? I mean, she I'm assuming look she's a chihuahua. Like a stereotypical chihuahua, like with the bulging eyes, yeah. but also doesn't have that super long body that that uh, uh, dachshund.
2: No, but she is longer than. Because, like, Betty's old dresses don't fit yeah. on her. They expect oh. the waist to be, like, a couple inches yeah. higher than it is. So she's definitely something long. Okay. So. <laughs> There's my evidence. But yeah, um, I was at the train station. I love going with the big dummy to the train station to meet friends because like everyone freaks out, Are you getting on the next train? No, no, no. I'm just here to meet someone and <laughs> carry her luggage. Um.
1: <laughs> Cause they don't want to ride the train with a dog or No,
2: no, the bike. The, bike. the big dummy. Oh, the big dummy. Right, okay. No, and I had Pixie yeah. with me and like all these people came up and talked to me, either like half and half about the the bike and half about the dog right. and a okay. guy with a chihuahua and a carrier like lifted it up so she could say hi to Pixie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's cool. Oh, I love train stations. Um, I can't remember what my point was, but ah, um, uh,
1: shoot, something
2: what? about dogs and bikes and at the train station. <laughs>
0: Step one: get book. Step two: get dog.
1: Um I, was yeah, just, I, I, was I totally crying. got lost in in the moment too. <laughs> I did
2: too. But yeah, it all worked well. We rode to the train station. She did not jump out of the basket.
1: <laughs> ah. Yeah. Huh. Cargo bike over the dog. That's that's interesting. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder do you have?
2: A, I mean, cargo nets are like wonderful to begin with, oh, just to contain things. Yes, so. yes. I swear the by them. It's the only stretchy thing I like right now. I used to really like bungee cords, but now I'm into. Yeah um, like those Ravello John's Irish strap. It's not stretchy. So I really like those. I've never got the hang of using those.
1: I have a junk, I have a couple of surly junk straps and I use them if I've got something like big and awkward. I think I'm wearing one as a belt right now. I'm wearing (laughs) a a
2: John's Irish strap as a belt right (laughs) now. (laughs) That's great.
1: Um, yeah, I'll use, I'll use them if I've got something big and bulky that like is just oddly shaped. Generally, if I can't put it behind a cargo net or bungee straps than, yeah. than the junk straps. But I never really got the hang of, of using those exclusively. Like some people, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, swear by like the, the John's Irish or, or the, the Surly junk straps, like, like that's their go-to no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I
2: just, no. if for something, I, think I, think I think I count that you on the that, stretch too yeah. much. What but. I like nowadays are gear ties. They're like industrial strength pipe cleaners. So really? they're they're just like bendy. So it's mm-hmm. bendy, mm-hmm. they're rubberized, but okay. inside is a, a bendable um like metal. metal yeah. Huh. I really like those. I don't think I I've almost ever want to like them. run out to the big dummy and like take one off. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it in. But um yeah, I'll, I'll give you one after the show. Oh. Yeah. All right. I, I have black ones, so they'll go with your lifestyle. <laughs>
1: Dark I'm, like very your soul. I'm very particular. I'm very particular. Did I mention that the Mexican hairless they only also came, yeah. yeah also
2: comes in black. Oh, they must be so soft. So once um, at the the beach in Santa Barbara where I used to live, there was a woman with um, Chinese cresteds. I know, uh-huh. like I shouldn't yeah. just lump all hairless breeds together. <laughs> eh, they're pretty close. But I you mean, have...
1: they're they're pariah breeds. So yeah, they all they all evolved sort of away from breeders, mm. you know, on their own.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if Mexican hairless win ugly dog contest to the degree that chinese crested do oh because they oh, always win yeah those. yeah um but yeah so she had a bunch of them um and some of them had fur all over them i didn't yes. know they came out in a power powder, powder yep. puff variety like why would you not just get those but <laughs> the bald ones like one sat in my lap and i pet it and it was so sweet and it, it felt so soft yeah and warm um my my first Chihuahua, Lyle, uh, he had the softest armpits, and the dog felt like his armpits all over. <laughs> um, they feel like maybe the dog version of cat, like as nice. close as you can get to yeah. a cat, just so you can understand. I'm, curi-
0: I'm going to go home and look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah.
2: Um, so soft. So, um, yeah, if a Mexican hairless is anything towards what that Chinese oh, yeah. crested felt yeah. like.
1: So we ran into one at the zoo.
2: They should be in the zoo. Yes.
1: Uh, shoot, I can't remember the name of the city now. Um, near Cuernavaca, when we were visiting, um, we were at this zoo, and it actually had its own placard. It was running <laughs> free in the zoo, but but it, it it must be like one of the like uh, workers, like actual dog, because mm-hmm. he only sort of trolled this one area. And then he, in that area or somewhere around that area, he had its own placard. Like, you know, the the actual name of the dog, which is Sholo Itzquitli. It's like, you know, XO mm-hmm. letters, letters, letters. And then, like, <clears throat> you know, a little blurb about as if it was an animal in the <laughs> zoo. It was pretty hilarious. Nice. But anyways, yeah, it came up to us and I got to pet it. It's like, if it it was a standard size, if it was a smaller one, I probably would have tried to, like, you know, smuggle it out, probably cause an international incident. Or...
2: Yeah, probably happens all the time, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm
1: sure, I'm sure. That's so terrible. <laughs> that's just, that's how
0: you know you found the right dog. Like, <laughs> I'm willing would, to sneak. I, sm- I smuggle you out of the country.
1: <laughs> I'm willing to face one. federal prison for you.
0: <laughs> that's the spunk, that's
1: the yes, spirit. Yes, yes. Uh, well... Is there anything else you would like to talk about today?
2: Well, you know, one change oh. I, I realized yes. since my last time here, I, I feel like I'm a full-on Portlander now. Oh I yes, kind of tra- transitioning because I think there were you times were where I would say like we prior. when I was talking about things in Seattle, like mm. well we do this, and, right? But I, I know I, I'm yeah, I'm fully a Portlander now. Um, Complaining about the cold, but still loving the rain, <laughs> uh, which I get, I mean, like the climate's so similar to to Seattle. But, yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like it dumps rain harder here than it does in Seattle.
2: I don't know. Like the last week I think was rainier in Seattle from what I saw friends posting and Yeah,
1: but the kind of rain I don't know. I've only been to Seattle like a few times with the kind of rain I've experienced there is like just this <laughs> the soft misty. I guess, of yeah, rain.
2: overall I think it's just like every single day oh, is yeah. grey yeah. and wet. But just a little <laughs> wet, but just enough to like suck the soul out of you. <laughs> And, like, make your Mexican hairless dog shiver yeah. but um, yeah, well, we'll be kindred in that,
1: <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for
0: coming in,
2: yeah, thank you. Would
0: yeah. you like to join us for our news and headlines You know
2: for the first time ever, I cannot stay for oh, news no. and headlines. That I know unfair. I gotta get you home gotta to go. like a sick kid and another kid that has homework to do still, and uh, whip. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, another thing. I got kids, sorry. Just no, I please. thought I was done. But yeah, the, now since school has started since my last time on the show, the kids are at two different schools. Oh, um, right. So I Did spend like half this of my day in your
1: uh... Was it in one of your uh, Bike Portland articles? Oh, it's like, I in all of my reading. Bike Portland okay. articles, yeah. I remember reading it. Like, like, if I can get it. a
2: complaint yeah. in there about, like, how much biking I have to do. <laughs> you know, but I ride, like, 20 miles a day just escorting kids to school and back right, right. now. And right. then, like, with the hour-long staggered start, like, half of my day is... I mean, I love it, but... Um, we're zoned for Hosford middle and we live way out in Woodstock so really yeah their yeah. their territories
1: out there it's that weird far. we live
2: at, like we live really close to Lane middle but it's not our middle school and I really like Hosford and, yeah. and it's like it's all, all, all right. his classmates yeah. went there mm. so um, oh you're just talking from a bus perspective that's all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I, I really like the special ed teachers <laughs> so if they're any reflection of the school it's,
2: we've actually it's taken good the bus twice yeah. once when I was sick yeah. and once when his little brother was sick he took the school bus to get to school. Okay. But I, I know it's um for students, not your bus. No, those are big but, buses. Yeah, but I like that the bus exists. Um <laughs> and yeah, he doesn't oh and every time it's like super cold, I ask him, like, would you rather be on the bus? And so far he says no. Really? Well, because it's kind of crowded, and like yeah. the eighth graders say a lot of bad words, and like no. they play horrible music. And really? when they ride we they the bus goes by Franklin High School on the way, and all the girls like scream and like look at the boys, oh and, my and like, God. Yeah. It's, like it's like a ma- like two six graders oh that he knows gosh. from elementary school yeah. like gave him the rundown the first time before he got on the bus and oh. then he like at the end of the day when I, I rode over to with his bike to ride home with him <laughs> he was like it was as bad as they said and uh, they said honestly, the way home is even worse so. oh my gosh he has yet to That's take the hilarious. bus in
1: the wrong direction yeah. so <laughs> I rode I mean I rode the bus like every day of my school life and like I don't know Maybe I, I'm just naive to it. It never seemed that bad to me. I think you
2: get used to it, but I, I like. I really like riding with him. And, and my older oh, yeah, kid totally. is my my less strong of a rider. So he goes like five miles. But like he goes the farthest, miles. He? Yeah, I'm with a hill. Yeah. And we get like half an hour morning and afternoon, just like the two of us, to hang and pedal oh, together. Cool. Yeah. And so I really, really cherish that time. Um, but it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> Except now my little one has started riding home alone. So that's new. So he so in the morning, we don't use the gravel route because we're just like a little more direct. And we use like the big bike lane on 52nd, even though I don't like that in general for kids. It's Um, not great. So he doesn't do that alone. He takes the gravel and comes home all by himself. So that saves me two miles a day Hmm. because I don't have to bike over one mile to get him and then one mile back. So... At the beginning of the school year, I was riding 20 miles a day, but now I'm only riding 18 miles a day. <laughs> and that's like without, you know, my meetings while they're at school. Oh, so right. Like, that adds to it. So I'm, I'm pedaling a lot these days, um, but I think that'll help me like make it through winter intact because I always yeah. get like a little like down totally, and, and totally. being the more you're forced outside. Like biking definitely helps Oh yeah, and yeah, saves me every winter. Um, But last year, just with like the required two miles, or I guess four miles. Out and back and out and back just to Woodstock Elementary wasn't quite enough to like mm. keep me chipper all winter long. No, so I, no. I think these 18 miles day are gonna do it.
1: Yeah. One of the things, um, it was kind of eye opening. Uh, it was just came up in conversation with Sky, um, who mm-hmm. owned VeloCult one time. We we're talking about, you know, how like it gets gray and like people get really down in the winter. Um, he says the people who have it the worst are the people who just don't ride during the winter. You know, even if the, even if the weather's crappy and you're out there riding and like outside, you're at least getting some minimal amount of exposure to like UV, which is what causes your, your body to uh, create vitamin D. And so, you know, it's not much, but it's something. Mm -hmm. And those tend to be the people who, um, who kind of lasts the longest here in portland you know the people who like are here for a couple of years and are like screw this i'm going you know somewhere where it's sunny or whatever like mm-hmm. those tend to be the people who don't force themselves to go out yeah. now that said i'm i've been terrible about like oh it's raining <laughs> taking the max or whatever so it, it's great to hear that you're forcing I'm just yourself taking the to, school
2: bus home and, today and,
1: right right exactly you're are forced, you allowed and, to do that oh no no <laughs> <laughs> not that i've never been tempted but there are days man, you gotta park it somewhere <laughs> right but off to on the on the record would they people. notice would they notice <laughs> they would <laughs> but yeah so it's good to hear that you're doing that that's going to be encouraging to me to like try to be out there a little bit more to yeah and i've notice, always noticed the fact that like the people, you know yeah.
2: people see me and like pouring rain and look at me and they're like oh she looks miserable, but she's smiling, and if she can do that and or they'll think like, Well, at least I'm not her <laughs>
1: <laughs> You can either
2: be a warning or an encouragement. Yeah. You know? I love when it's like cold season and like you're blowing your nose on a bandana and like oh, you see another gosh. person on a bike across the like street <laughs> doing it too, and thing. you kind of like wave your snotty bandanas <laughs> at each other in solidarity. So I
1: tend to put my scarf over, over my face when it's really cold out, and then you know, if I have a cold, it's already up there and I just sort of like let it all absorb
2: nice
1: <laughs> by the time i get to where i'm going it's just this nest and you know i have to throw it on something to like dry off um, that's um... gross i shouldn't have said that <laughs> <laughs> so i'll do right. so, our calendar and mail maddie thank you so much yeah. for thank coming you. in thanks for joining I love. I love, I love, I love
0: my don't don't ever use that The second Thursday of every month, the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis.
1: The second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party. By the way, the Joyful Riders Club is still going in full force in Minneapolis, even though it's like 17 and lower. So I shouldn't complain about the cold. You should but go, I
0: will. You should go join them next time you're in Minneapolis. I would
1: love to. Uh, the next one. Not
0: to put that on <laughs> your plate.
1: <laughs> the next one would be what is that? Like the 18th, second Thursday. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Shoot. School. School would not be out yet. Sorry, Andre.
0: It, it'll yeah. happen one of these one of these times. Uh, the also second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party.
1: Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party.
0: And the last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party.
1: And every second Sunday of every month, right here in Portland, the Corvidai Bike Club Ride. Ka-ka! Ka-ka!
0: I ran into Lex last week, but oh, yeah? the ride had already departed, which meant that we had both missed it.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> which
0: which means that Wait, I...
1: Wait, he, he missed his own ride? It was pretty chill, though. It was oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah, it
0: happens. <laughs> 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 Might as well just hang out and enjoy the park. There you um, go. But, but I hope to join one soon. The November 27th, the uh, Bike to Winter Wonderland, Bike the Lights.
1: Oh, that already happened. Yes, it did. <laughs> but what oh.
0: what didn't happen was on December 9th, which is the Kimmy Cross Alley Cross Race. Yes.
1: Um, and that takes place at the Beer Mongers. That it does. And do you know where that is?
0: Southeast Division
1: and 12th? That is correct. And they were so kind to provide us with our drinks this evening. I'm drinking the Lionheart Raspberry Harvest, as always, a dry kombucha not a sweet one, always delicious, even though I'm not a fan of raspberries, or at least you thought.
0: <laughs> you you know if it's Lionheart, it's still good, yes. even if it's a, the flavor that you didn't expect to have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I don't mind raspberries. Okay. It's, it may not be my favorite. But gotcha, yeah.
0: gotcha. Well, I am switching it up here and having the Orange Cream Crater Lake Soda Company soda made with 100% pure cane sugar. And And vitamin C. And vitamin C. Probably not. And orange number six. Oh, wait. (laughs) No, it doesn't say that one on the bottle. Uh, It was pretty tasty.
1: Yeah. I like an orange soda every now and then. And Maddie's not here to tell you, but she had...
0: The Founders Trigio Hoppy Wheat Lager.
1: And as usual, picked because the label (laughs) caught your eye.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, it did. It had a rose on it. And I was like good enough i'm close to lads edition we'll call it a day <laughs>
1: <laughs> which right. i'm
0: which i'm sure is pretty good because it's mostly gone <laughs>
1: <laughs> december 15th and 16th that's coming up here in portland is bike craft
0: and january 8th is the bowie birthday ride
1: And we've got some Film by Bike tour dates. But first, we have a call for
0: entries. That we do. Film by Bike is accepting entries of your short films up to January 20th, 2019. If you've got a film and it relates in any way, shape, or form to biking or how bikes are a part of everyday life, As the film coordinator, switching hats here, for Film by Bike, um, I would love to watch your film. We would love to watch your film. We want to make bike film happen. So, um, yeah, send us. Or if you have any questions, you can reach me at the Sprocket Podcast or at Guthrie at (laughs) filmbybike.org.
1: And we'll also post a link on our website, too. All
0: right. Putting back the Sprocket (laughs) Podcast hat. (laughs) Uh,
1: So, we got some Film by Bike dates. Boise, Idaho, January 18th. L.A., California, January 27th. Hood River has scheduled for next year already, February 12th. Or did they reschedule from last year?
0: I would need or to check. This year. It's, it's one of those wonderful moments when it's, I say, I don't know, because <laughs> it's not my department. <laughs> yes. All right.
1: Arcata, California, March 15th. Bendigo, Australia, that I know is back on for next year. Oh, yeah. Um, October 4th. That's awesome. Bendigo, Australia, keeping it real. And we don't have headlines today but you know what we do have we have
0: some catch up to do on some wonderful mail yes from our listeners
1: we got mail hey we got mail thank you so much for mailing us sorry we didn't read last week and maybe missed a few the week before I don't know
0: i feel I like this is our helm, this is so. our salute to mail so yes we we asked you delivered thank you thank you, you.
1: Uh, First off, Josh G. proves he knows Minneapolis. Um, We had posted a photo on our Instagram when I was there of a empty or mostly empty bike rack. And he actually knew right away the location. Hmm. Wedge in Linden Hills Bike Rack in Minneapolis. Locked up there five days a week for five years, he says.
0: We also have a tweet from Sebastian Poole. Great story about Miss Hamilton and I'm looking forward to the book. Mr. Cowboy, did you know a woman did ride in the Giro d'Italia her, and her name was Alfonsia Strada?
1: Yes. Uh that's a very interesting story too. And so he he just sent us a link to the Wikipedia page and I suggest everybody reads it. It's a good read for nice. a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Kevin F in Texas. This is kind of an old one, Kevin. Thank you for mailing us. It says, hi, glad you talked about keeping old computers, towers, and non-portable, non-portable laptops. That's my laptop. <laughs> keeping old computers running. Cell phones can also last more than the two years with some maintenance and parts replacement. What? <laughs> Which, sorry. The, the fact <laughs> that they can last longer than two years doesn't amaze me as much as the second part of that sentence about parts replacement. Because... Mm-hmm. I would not venture into the realm of replacing parts in a cell phone.
0: It depends on the cell phone. Um, I won't. I probably should give them free advertising because it's a great service. But if you Google parts replacements and there's a website that kind of sounds like Ixit, they have the parts you need. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, there's so much mon- so much stuff. It's I, I don't know. I personally enjoy tearing devices apart. Um, we actually found an old laptop at a friend's house yesterday. And he wasn't a Mac guy, so I was showing him how to like take the back off and get everything like replaced that yeah. he needed. So, yeah, these if it's, if it's are old, just make it work pretty well. These days, they are. Yeah, but that's a whole nother podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he says, I, "As you keep bicycles for many years, maintaining them and replacing parts. Our current society is too focused on consumerism and buying the latest gear. I totally agree. Computer phones, whatever." YouTube is your friend. If something isn't working, check YouTube. Often someone has posted a fix. I have used that many times. Oh, yeah. uh, Back in my previous life as a live-in caregiver and fixing a or replacing a dryer belt Mm -hmm. in a, you know, um, a laundry dryer. Um, If you're considering replacing something anyway, you are not risking anything by tearing into the old device and trying to fix it first. New glass on a MacBook Pro was my latest fix following a YouTube video that is amazing. Again, these things are sealed up pretty well. What is what is uh, uh well you just mentioned this laptop that mm-hmm. you you showed them how to tear apart.
0: Yeah. There it's um it's it's funny. I'll tell you from somebody who's been doing it for over a decade now. The fear of doing so diminishes so quickly the more you do it. Oh yeah. That by like the second or third time you've got a you've got to like roll up your sleeves. It, it can
1: actually be a lot of fun. <laughs> there I have a lot of fun take, taking things apart. Mm-hmm. Putting them back together is often a stressful <laughs> that's, moment.
0: That's me. where YouTube is your friend. <laughs> it will remind you where those two screws that you didn't know you took out went. Oh,
1: where did these go?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um thanks thanks for the man. Yes. Mr. T is back, although he never left. Mr. T says Aaron and Guthrie and Brock. I noticed the auto pay for Patreon support expired slash stopped a few months ago. Sorry about that. it's fixed now. uh that's okay, yeah, thanks for noticing. <laughs> yes,
1: I mean, I wouldn't say we didn't notice, but we don't mind either we just yeah. we just figure like if you drop off as a as a donor, there's reasons for that, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, Um, I would say every single time you tune into the podcast, you are supporting the Sprocket Podcast. So whether you are part of the Patreon or whether you're just joining for a listen, thank you for being here. Uh, Mr. T says, I hope you're doing well and that you realize what a nice hour or two is provided for your listeners each week by the hard work and time spent recording and producing the show. It's a generous thing you do for no reason other than the enjoyment of those who are lucky enough to tune in. I hope you enjoy it, too. Ah, thanks. He goes, yeah, he goes on to say, um, and this is really touching. Um, Yeah. I started listening. Did you
1: read this before, by the way? I did. Oh, okay. Good. Good.
0: Mr. T says, I started listening a few years back when I was looking for podcasts about bike touring. Who would know or who knew it would end up being about so much more? Philosophy, civic duty, helping those less fortunate than us teaching those more fortunate than that than us striving for the common good self-improvement relationships and friendship the value of being a good listener being kind not being a dick leadership by example and accepting everyone simply for who they are the list goes on and on you even talk about riding bikes once in a while. <laughs> if I had to guess... It's
1: a good thing we had Maddie on today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess, you probably watched a bit of Mr. Rogers in your childhood. I know I did.
1: Oh, man. Thank so, you, Mr. T. Speaking of Mr. Rogers, I still cannot bring myself to watch that documentary.
0: Really? Is yeah. that a doc
1: out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Won't you be my neighbor? Like, everyone was talking about it for a good month How or so. How did
0: I miss that? I don't know. So, um, I, I did grew up on Mr. Rogers. So, surprise, sort of surprise. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, my my favorite, if you've not ever seen it, he uh there's a YouTube video I watch about once a year, which yeah. is his uh plea to congress i think it was for funding
1: oh yes funding public yep, broadcasting yep. Yeah. um it is
0: one of the most like brings me to tears every single time i watch that well like...
1: that's that's why i can't watch a documentary oh yeah <laughs> that makes i know i'll just be a blubbering idiot yep
0: that that'd be me too <laughs> um you, you know and uh as somebody who started out in the bike touring realm wandered into brock's apartment about four or five years ago <laughs> i can say uh thank you for that mr t i too have found uh this is a wonderful opportunity, so thanks for listening
1: yes, this is why we do it. Thank you all for listening Thank you mr. T for the wonderful words. oh and he also sent us mm-hmm. a picture of his bike Sweet out touring on the photo. road yeah I dig it look at that all loaded up
0: That's really nice country too if if you get it, if you're listening and you want to check it out on the website
1: yeah, we'll post that
0: i love I love touring photos like that
1: ah uh, well before we get all blubbery. I'm about to. Uh, shall we put this baby to bed? Let's do it. All right.
0: The Sprocket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio thanks to the generous support of Open Signal.
1: Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com.
0: Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Call or text to 503-847-9774.
0: Twitter and the Instagrams at Podcast.
1: Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Hertberg
0: for our headline sounder. Marcus
1: Norman for graphic design. And
0: thanks to our sustaining donors, Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katrina Melengard.
1: Wayne Norman, Ethan Georgie, Just or Eric Iverson. Cameron
0: Lean, <laughs> Richard Wisinski, Tim Mooney, Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Weiss, Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who's a, a time, time traveler. traveler. Dave Knows
1: Chris Smith Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Culey, Peanut Butter Jar
0: Matt Marco Lowe Rich Otterstrom
1: Andrew in Colorado Drew the Welder Anna who's here by the way welcome back thank you for all your hard work making Christmas and Hanukkah happen
0: Andre Johnson King of Division Richard
1: G Guthrie Straw who's not reading his own name finally <laughs> Aaron Green author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Reed grainery
0: Campsite Mac Nurse David Nathan Poulton
1: Chris Ross and Rory in Michigan Michael Flournoy
0: Jeremy Kitchen David Belay Tim Coleman
1: Harry Hugo E.J. Finnerin, who is currently watching Superman the original 1978 at the Hollywood Theater Sorry, I'm missing it. Brad Hipwell.
0: Thomas Gato. Keith Hutchinson. Ranger Tom.
1: Joyce Wilson. Ryan Tam. Derek Wagner.
0: Jason Oftenberg. Microcosm Publishing. David Moore. Oh, Todd
1: Grosbeck. Chris Barron. Chris Barron. And Chris Barron.
0: Sean Baird. Simon. Gregory Braithwaite.
1: Ryan Morrow. Jimmy Diesel. Dude Luna.
0: Matthew Rooks.
1: <coughs>
0: Marshall and Paula at Funataki Cyclecraft,
1: Philip M. and Spartan Dale. No relation.
0: And welcome back to Mr. T, who never really left. He was here all along.
1: (laughs) And all of our former donors who helped us get this far.
0: Now brush your teeth
1: and go to bed.